All right. Welcome to episode three of the Red Nation podcast. I'm joined with my good partner, Sean Hammonds, a.k.a. Hillbilly. Hillbilly. That's his name. Uh, this is going to be a weekly thing, man. Um, I've been talking about this for a long time. We're finally getting everything situated, a growth rate, and we're scaling the business. So uh, we have some pretty serious topics that we want to talk about. We're also going to be filming our podcasts for our YouTube channel. And we're going to start out and try and hit the once a week mark on time every week. Um, as we get more people and as we get more settled in with the new store and with the the growth rate going on, uh, we're going to be a lot more on schedule. So this topic this week is, uh, I think, something that you guys will enjoy. And Sean, you know about what I'm talking about. Yeah. We were sent an email by a major motion picture company, um, and they were inquiring with us about um, maybe using our clothing line um, in their new film. And this is an actual email, and Sean's going to go ahead on the video. You guys will be able to see it. So if you guys are listening to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash rednecknation. That'll take you right to it. And you subscribe, and you guys will be able to see the video, not just the audio of what's going on. So this was the email that I received from them. And it was from a uh, young lady by the name of Christina. We would love to use your Redneck Nation apparel in the feature movie Burden. We are shooting in Georgia and are planning on placing a large order. Now, in most circumstances, smaller company like ourselves, they would be chomping in the bit. And everybody that I read this email to, they were super excited for us. They were like, oh my God, this is amazing. That's what, when I've read it to you, that's what you thought, right? Yeah, I thought it was a big deal. Right. Like good stuff was going to happen from Correct. That's what they want you to believe. So here's the rest of the story. So uh, in Georgia, our wardrobe department wants to dress several of our characters in your apparel. Before we place an order, I want to get permission to have shirts, hats, etc., show up on screen since it's your original work. Again, sounds pretty good. Here's my response. Hello, and thank you for the interest in our brand. A couple of quick questions for you. What is the movie about? or a quick synopsis. Two, is the characters that will be wearing our clothing going to be denigrated as people or portrayed as ignorant or racist? Question mark. I ask because that is not, capital N-O-T, the type of people we sell our products to, nor do we promote racism in any, capitals, way, shape, or form. Yes, we do carry the Confederate flag, but we as a company, do not, all caps, use it or view it as a symbol of hate and discourage anyone who does. We also have shirts that may seem like they are a little harsh in their message. <laughs> That's for the liberal triggers. Um, but that is only because we believe in the Second Amendment and the old school values <clears throat> Uh, America was built on, such as family, tradition, and heritage. I ask these questions because we would not want for our clothing to be used in the above-mentioned ways. Please let me know and hope you understand where I'm coming from. Thank you and God bless. Now, I never received an email back from that. About three days later, I decided to go ahead and do my due diligence, and I went ahead and I did a search. At the time, the search only came back with 
that they were in the process of actually making a movie called Burden. But there really wasn't that much information. About a week later after that, when I didn't hear back from them, I went ahead and did a little bit more research. And it turns out, Burden is an upcoming movie, American drama film inspired by true events. The film will be produced by Robbie Banner and it will be written and directed by Andrew Heckler. And just so everybody knows, this is a pretty, this is a pretty big movie. Forrest Whitaker's in it. Usher. Usher's in it. Usher's in it. Uh, Garrett, uh, Garrett Headland, and you guys would know him from so, several other things that he's been in. Andrea Robertson, um, Tom Wilkinson. Now these are people that maybe, Forrest Whitaker definitely everybody knows, and the main character everybody would know. But some of the other people may not be as big. But this is, this is enough to, um, this is enough to make a, a mark on the map. Well, it turns out that the, the concept or the actual synopsis of Burden is, is this. A bunch of Ku Klux Klan members decided that they were going to open up a Ku Klux Klan museum. And they wanted to take our Redneck Nation clothing without giving me, know, without knowing the whole story, and dress a bunch of Ku Klux Klan members up in our brand. Now, we've been doing this for going on 10 years. We've been working to build this brand. We've been working to distance ourselves from the disgusting piece of garbage trash that the Ku Klux Klan is. And, and I'm talking to you if you're in it. Yeah. You're literally human fucking garbage. And I want nothing to do with you. And Hillbilly knows he's been working with us and doing our social media. We get more threats, just so everybody knows, we get more threats from white nationalist Ku Klux Klan members and white supremacists than we do from actual African-Americans or Mexican-Americans or any of those uh, other ethnic groups. Am I've I had right? more threats from Klan members than I have actual Antifa. I mean, across the board, everything. I've had more threats from the KKK calling me race traitor Correct. and just so, you know, across yeah. the if board. If that's not irony, I don't know what is. So they decided that they were going to go ahead and align us and associate us with Ku Klux Klan members, not tell us, okay, and then risk us being on a national venue up on the screen okay and tie our brand that we've worked so hard for into something that has nothing to do with us that we don't support that if anything we're against but it didn't matter to them because it's hollywood they don't really care about the facts they've already made up their mind mm -hmm. and i i i'm going to be interested to see this movie i've already seen if you guys look up burden movie trailer you guys will be able to see a little snippet of it. And yeah, he's dropping the N-word, main character. Yeah, they set up a, a they set up a store in this town and there was a Ku Klux Klan museum and um, and I guess they had a store in there and they were selling stuff. And I guess, and I don't know where this place is, but I guess uh, people called the, the direct, uh, people that worked on the movie called the director at one point and said, there's people down here like shopping in the store. <laughs> the store that was set up for prop it was a prop in the movie it was a location um i don't understand in 2018 the hatred that goes on on either side i'm going to make that clarification um i just recently got suspended from facebook uh i get suspended a lot from facebook but um i got suspended because i was on this um urban facebook page and they had a picture, they had a video of a white man 
on a phone and he was trying to stop a Middle Eastern man from leaving a store. Now, of course, the video only starts right when the white guy is yelling at the other guy. And you don't know the whole backstory, whether it was shoplifting or what. And uh, basically the title said, because, you know, whatever the title says is, is what it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter the facts. The title said, uh, white man uh, refuses to let a um, uh, person of color leave because he wants to see his documentation, meaning the whole Trump thing, Mexican, the border. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I do a little research right real quick, and uh, turns out this is not even in this country. This is in Canada. This is not even here. And every other comment, and I'm not exaggerating, from African-American people, people of color, was all white people need to be eradicated. White people need to die. White people need to be destroyed. Um, you know, basically kill uh, younger white children. Um, they don't deserve to live or breed. And uh, basically, I just went on there, and in the middle of this, I said, yeah, those Canadian white people are evil. And I was being sarcastic, be trying to let them know, hey, guys, this is not even here. You're, you're railing about something that, one, might not even be true, or two, uh, it doesn't even affect you because it's in another country. You want to get mad, get mad at them. And uh, that, that comment, even though there was death threats from other people, that comment got me suspended for 30 days because it all boils back to liberal race baiting correct period just to divide us because they don't want us all to come together because they know the fact if we do come together then we're going to change things correct but they'd rather keep us on different sides of the fence and fighting and that's what they that's what a lot of people don't understand they're so emotional nowadays about especially about the confederate flag um about three years ago they came through and they just did a broad stroke. And this is how it happens. It just happened with Alex Jones. Um, everybody waited for iTunes to actually uh, delete or ban him. And then everybody followed suit. But nobody wanted to actually be, they, they didn't want to be the first. Well, this happened with the Confederate flag. Started with iTunes, took down any games or anything that had anything to do with it. Uh, next, it was the Dukes of Hazard was actually pulled off of reruns, um, a show that that actually featured um, black actors on it. And, and there was not a hint of any racism on it. It was just a bunch of good old boys just being stupid and jumping cars. And us as kids actually thought it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, one. Um, and then eBay, Amazon, Etsy, Target, Walmart, all followed suit with the Confederate ban. Just so everybody knows, that was the, the busiest three months at Redneck Nation and one of the things that actually put us on the map and got, got us a lot of revenue to be able to expand and build and do all that. So thank you to Walmart and Amazon and all them because when it happened, I said, you know what? They shouldn't have been selling it to begin with if they don't want to stand their ground and stand up for what's right. It's the bill of rights. It's not the bill of feelings. It doesn't matter what you think it means. It doesn't matter what, how it makes you feel. It doesn't matter any of those things because it's our right to have the flag, it's our right to fly it, and it's our right to stand up for it. Just as I would stand up and have for people that wanna fly the rainbow flag. Um, you know, I don't necessarily agree with everything that goes on on that side. I don't necessarily agree that, I don't think you have to have a parade and embarrass yourself, because if that's what you're all about, then I, I really don't understand that. But. I would fight anybody that would try and stop them from doing what they do, 
flying what they fly because I don't want my rights trampled on. Exactly. And you can't have your rights protected if you don't protect other people's. It's you either... To, you have to compromise. Absolutely. Meet in the middle. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, again, it's either all okay or none of it's okay. You know, if you want to fly that flag, then we have to be able to fly that flag. And, and this is the thing that gets me, and you know I've talked to you about this. If it, I said to somebody the other day, I said, if you came across a Ku Klux Klan member, which I don't know where everybody's finding these people, because <laughs> I haven't seen them parading around since like 1989. So this whole mystery thing of that they're everywhere is totally bogus and fake news. Okay, I we live in the South. We can't go any further further South than than Florida. Okay, and. I can't tell you, I've never seen them in public, ever. Have you? I've never seen them. You're from Kentucky. from Kentucky. Good Lord. So this, this mythical clan Bigfoot, okay, that no one ever seems to see, they swear is everywhere. So I said, if you went up to this group, if you could find them and you, and you asked them how they felt about other ethnic groups or Jewish people or whatever, they would tell you flat out. They would yell disgusting things. They would say disgusting things. I said, okay. So if I'm telling you and all the people that we, and most of the people, 99.9% of the people that buy from us say it's about heritage, not hate. They actually say the words not hate. Mm -hmm. Then why would you lump them in with these other parasites? If we're telling you, isn't, isn't the whole point of being a hateful, disgusting, horrible person to tell everybody that they're they're that you hate them, so how is it that we don't feel that way? We've never done anything to indicate that we feel that way, but yet we are judged just like the rest of these one percent, or even I, I think it would be even less than one percent, probably less, and you would lump us in. So then again, I also ask. What if we did the same thing? Isn't that what they talk about profiling and stereotyping? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what they say? Don't judge one uh, African-American uh, person by a couple of others. Don't judge um, a person coming across the border illegally and don't judge uh, a dreamer or one of these illegal immigrants by the rest of their, I mean, it's the same thing. We have a terrorist attack and what happens? You know, they, they don't even want to say that they were a Muslim person anymore. They don't even want to say that. They want to, they want to whitewash it. And, th and, and then when they do say something and people rail, oh, I see, I told you religion of peace and this and that. Right away, their thing is you can't judge all of them by the actions of a few. So is, shouldn't that door swing both ways? Shouldn't that be just as, just as, as uh, fair for us? And that's pretty much... It in a nutshell, um, we dodged a bullet. Um, you know, I, I think that you should always not take things for face value. I looked into it and thank God I did because I would have been crushed to see anything that we produced in a disgusting portrayal like that. But this is just Hollywood. This is what they do. They're full of um, pedophiles and, and sexual abusers and all that. And yet they want to stand in judgment of the rest of the country, yet they want to stand in judgment of other people when they themselves have not cleaned their house or gotten it in order.
Well, that's their thing, though. You point the finger over here, and it takes the eyeballs off of there. Like, don't look at me. Look at them over here. And then they continue it's to distraction. do what they do. It's classic distraction. It's the same that they do with um, magic. Okay? Magic's not real, guys. Just, just letting you know. Except if you buy some Red Ignition dot com uh merch and gear and then it's sheer magic i'm just kidding we're not doing the jake paul thing <laughs> but um no it's it's it, you know it's it's a really hard it's a really hard thing that you know where we're at i mean we have a store and i'm worried about that i'm worried about you know uh we do have a lot of stuff that doesn't have the confederate flag on it but i am worried about other people in the shopping center i am worried about people that would come by that might think something negative about us um, solely because of other people's actions. Um, if, if, if I, and Sean, I've told him, if we were out and about and I saw, a, I don't know how, but if I saw, actually saw a Ku Klux Klan meeting and I saw them with a Confederate flag, um, I would let them have it because, um, Both you know, barrels. I, yeah, I would, I would let them have it. I would let them have it, keep it. Okay. Because you go start ripping it down and tearing it down and that's breaking the law. Okay. But I would definitely make it known that they are not a part of what we do. They are an embarrassment and they're a disgusting, just parasite on, on the earth. So um, again, it's, it's gotta be fair across the board. So I wanted to share that with you guys. This happened about a year ago and I've been saving this story and I thought it was great to kick off the podcast with. This is gonna be, again, this is the third one. Now we did it two others, they were just little test ones, but you will be able to get this podcast on um, iTunes, you'll be able to download it for free, and you will also be able to get it on Google Play if you have Android, which a lot of people do. And we're gonna try and do this once a week, dude. And, and this this setup is just temporary. Um, we kind of just sitting in the middle of the store right now, but we're gonna get, I, I this is something I really wanna do and I'm passionate about. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And again, in this video, I also want you guys to uh, give us some feedback on it, um, hopefully positive. And I also want you to tell us some um, topics or you know, some subject matter that you guys want to uh, see us cover. And again, it doesn't just have to be negative or, or whatever. I also want to do some positive stuff. But I also want um, in the comments and stuff for you guys to give us um, you know, some ideas about what we're gonna do. And let's do, on some of them, we're gonna do some giveaways. We're gonna have a call in. I'm gonna, once we get the computer set up and everything is right, we're gonna have people call in, maybe have guests. So I'm super excited about this. I think it's gonna be good. Oh, I think it's gonna be cool. You know, Jesse and myself used to do the Patriot Nation show. And, um, you know, I, I, I felt, I, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the, the interaction with everybody and it was really cool. And I think that this is gonna be good too. So that's gonna bring this to a conclusion. You guys, it is about heritage, not hate. That's what it all comes down to, at least in our book, at least as far as we're concerned, Okay, that is how we feel. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Please share this podcast and also share this video. And uh, again, we hope you guys like it and we hope you enjoy it. Hillbilly is uh, now doing all of our social media. We're bringing on a couple other people that's gonna be underneath him as well that he's gonna be in charge of, not like physically underneath because uh, we'll get don't. in trouble for that. Yeah, yeah we don't want that. We ain't from Hollywood, dude. Yeah. Plus, you'll get in trouble with your pregnant wife. Oh, God. That might not go over well. Probably not. Well, I mean, so are you still going to raise the baby as your own? Of course. Okay. I mean, I know you're the daddy, but I mean, come on. Hey, 
That's that, that. Listen, is that not one of the number one? I, I just love all. We're going to get into that next time. We're going to get into all the. <laughs> we're going to get into all the insults and how they're low hanging fruit and they're horrible about. Uh, you're a cousin fucker and one tooth wow. and this and that, which couldn't be the furthest from the people that we deal with or, or the people that, you know, we're a part of. So we're going to get into that, but we're going to end this one. Thank you guys so much. And on the YouTube uh, video, you guys make sure you put in that and we got a video coming out tonight and boom, one this tomorrow. Yeah, man, we're, to come. dude, we're getting on it on location and stuff like that. But thank you guys. This is the end of uh, Red Ignition's podcast episode three. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode four of the Redneck Nation podcast. I'm joined with my sidekick here, Hillbilly. Yeah! His name is actually Sean, so if you guys wanted to know that. And uh, we're going to start off this podcast, uh, as you can see from the title, The Illuminati. And that's because I didn't think we were going to actually have to address this. And while we started our clothing brand in a spare bedroom of our house, I hoped one day that people would think that we were a part of the Illuminati because we're so successful. And of course, in this day and age, that's what they do. They diminish people's accomplishments. They shit all over them. They, uh, they beat them down or they discredit them by chalking them up to it's got to be some magic thing that they signed or they had to have signed a, you know, their soul away to the devil or they had to have made some deal with somebody because they're successful. It couldn't actually be hard work, determination, loyalty, uh, <laughs> and just overall good old fashioned hustle and grind. It couldn't be that. So we really wanted to address that here today. Sean has now been with us a year. A little over a year actually now. Okay. So you've been behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Have you seen any goats or any, um, you know, seances or, or worship sessions? So am I supposed to say the truth or the quiet stuff? You <laughs> right. Know? As no, I, I, as I click the gun, as I, as I rack the gun. Yeah. Um, so you, you've been here, you've seen what's going on. Hard work, dedication, determination, not giving up, not taking no for an answer. Um, uh, that's about it. You know, the things that your grandfather taught you. And Sean's phone, which I told to put on silent, is not. And that's a good ringtone for you because it's the sound of a clown horn. <laughs> so anyway, the reason why we're talking about this topic today is because of that reason. But it's also because Supernatural, the newest album from Up Church, one of the people that's on, one of our friends that's on this thing that we made up called Red Ignition Records. And it debuted at number three and on hip-hop charts and then it went to number one dethroning eminem and it was also uh third was mac miller and then it went to number one on all genre charts and stayed there for just over a day and now it's at number two so not too shabby now if you guys have not already you can go get that album at ryanupchurch.com and that's got all the downloads for digital downloads if you guys want hard copies, they're available at rednicknation.com. Uh, just go under Upchurch, and they are there as well. And we also have some other stuff there, a couple of shirts that we did just to, to have fun for the launch of the album and stuff. New album came out. You got to hear it before anybody else did. Oh, it was 
fire. Yeah. Straight up fire. He's a fan. He's yeah. a fan. I can't help it. I mean, who ain't really? And the funny part about the, the, the music industry and whatnot, and not that I claim to be in it at all. These guys are super talented. I'm, I'm in awe of what they do. But it really helps when you know the person, when you get to know the actual person personally. I mean, we talk to church every day. Yeah. And, you know, Jackie, Bottleneck Strickland, He's been he's been with me since day one, and when you know the people and the content of their character and just the overall, you know, spirit that they have, it makes you love their music even more. And it really does, right? And 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 what's unfortunate, and it can have the opposite effect, is I've actually met people that I really loved their music, and then I met them, and I was like. I could never listen to their music again yeah, because it's, it's just, it's so disappointing. Yeah, the mystique of that person is gone and then you meet their real personality and they're actually a douchebag and then you're like, what yeah. the hell? You just, you just can't bring yourself to even enjoy it anymore because you see it from a different light. And, you know, I think that's the same way with, with brands or anything. If you, if you actually know the content of the character, the people, that's why I try and make sure that we always talk to all the people that support us. I call them family. They're not fans. They're family. Exactly. Um, you know, we started working and doing a bunch of advertising on Facebook and stuff. And the company that uh, we work with, they're blown away at how many positive responses there are. Because they're used to dealing with people that are just salty. And I'm like, that's our people, man. That's our family, dude. You know, we we could green light them and overthrow a small government if we wanted to. Uh, it's You know, it's, it's grown that much. So anyway... We're going to talk about the Illuminati. We're going to dismiss anything having to do with that. We certainly... I don't think the Illuminati would have us, to be wait, honest. Wait, wait. Now, they did hit me up on Instagram. Remember that? I yeah, said. but I'm, I'm, I'm going to venture to say that they don't actually call themselves the Illuminati on their, on their accounts. If they're going to be the Illuminati, I'm going to venture to say they're going to disguise themselves yeah. as something else. Again... It's like Bigfoot. There's been no verification. There's been, you know, no, uh, no proof whatsoever. So, but where, where it all started. Okay. And I'll tell I'm going to go through it real quick and give everybody a quick snap. Just new people that don't know. We started Redneck Nation. I was working at a Polaris dealership. Um, we started going out to mud events. Uh, I, I looked at all the clothes that were out there and I was like, man, these are kind of whack. I mean, they're, they're just not cool. And we could do better. So at the dealership, I started Redneck Nation, made the little logo in the office while I was supposed to be working. But I did. I loved selling ATV units. I loved selling Rangers. I loved selling off-road vehicles. And um, that's where the, uh, the idea – I had always made shirts since I was a kid. Um, so we started in the spare bedroom. Then um, you can go on YouTube and check out our videos going all the way back to when we started. So if anybody has any questions about this, be be – be warned that it's very cringy, but you could go back and actually look at the progression of f going from the spare bedroom to the little shop, which was 800 square foot, which is, happens to be in the same shopping center we're located right now, ironically enough. Um, we, it all came full circle. That's a little conspiracy. Yeah. So we, we moved from there after eight months, we blew up. And that's around the time, after that, we, we blew up around the time that they banned the Confederate flag on Etsy, eBay, Walmart, Target, Amazon, iTunes, came across the board. That is really, ironically enough, that's what blew us up. We, we, we really got on the map for like three months. We were just killing it because there was no other place to get Confederate stuff. 
that money allowed us to then start working with, uh, you know, Jackie was working with us and him and I were working together and we could like barely afford gas. I mean, we, if, if it was the Illuminati, Lord have mercy. They, they really suck because we gas. were, dude, we sold my wife's car in order to get more money to buy more shirts, to keep going. Uh, we, we then moved to a, uh, the next place we moved to was a 3000 square foot place. And we thought we had arrived and it just got bigger and bigger. And then Jackie and myself brought on church. And at the time church was really just making funny videos. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had maybe 50 or 60,000 on Facebook. Now it's like 3 million. And he was basically just doing funny videos and he had one or two songs that he had done and I knew that he had done songs but it wasn't really something that was prominent I, I mainly told him listen you got it um, you know that that it factor that certain people do and don't have you have it and you need to do this and that's when we decided that we were going to bring him on board now how we got to where we were we also worked with uh, Outlaw Dipper we also worked with uh, Darcy from Mud Jug and we had a really good relationship when we first started. Uh, we started, you know, promoting one another. We started pushing one another. Um, we had the same wheelhouse. I mean, rednecks, you know, crackers and, and honkies, fire. all country yeah, people really. love to dip. So it just made sense. And that really helped. Um, you know, we paid homage to him. Always had the Mud Jug logo up. Always supported them. Still do. Them guys are grinding. Uh, then Outlaw, you know, Ked come on board. Uh, prior to church and we, we we were doing really well and we were helping him out with his merch and he started blowing up really big and you know and that that in turn helped everybody and everybody was helping everybody it was basically just finding a network of people that would push one another and help one another and lift each other up and not be salty and not be backbiting not be greedy or selfish Actually, it's probably the opposite of everything the Illuminati stands yeah, for. Exactly. You know, it was just having accountability to one another, mm -hmm. you know. And my whole goal with this was just to be able to help people, be able to have enough money and position to be able to help other people and pull other people along on this crazy ride. Ergo, you're sitting here. Exactly. I mean. You know, it all come from a YouTube comment. Every bit of it. It came. I, 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 to be honest, I was watching all these YouTube videos, and I, I saw how much content Hillbilly was putting out, and that's because he didn't have a job, because the town he was living in uh, had gotten kicked in the teeth by Obama, and basically he wasn't working. And I just seen him putting out content upon content upon. I was like, this guy's a grinder. So I started talking to him. He, you commented on a video. I hit you back. One thing led to another, and bingo, bango, he's now living here and in charge of our social media and doing an incredible job. So, again, it's all about just being there for one another, having a really solid team, and just basically promoting and, and, and pushing one another. Yeah. So, Church comes on board, and then he's like, and then he meets up with a guy named Johnny Cashville. Shout out to Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's a good dude. Johnny takes him in the studio, rest is history. They do the first album, Cheatham County. It winds up going crazy. Then the second album, then the third. It's nine, It's up to nine albums now. You know, it's just, it's crazy. It's phenomenal. But I remember Church going to one of his first concerts and not even being able to perform. He was so nervous, and, you know, because and, he'd never done anything like that. 
He wound up just shooting pool with everybody the rest of the night. He says, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I forgot the words. I'm, I'm nervous and all that. How about if I just hang out and shoot pool? And they were like, uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and that's a real story. So I so, can see where he's coming from, from that. But like at Rock the South, when I walked out on stage with him and then I looked out there, I, dude, like I froze. I didn't know what to do. So I could imagine, you know, in his situation, but he handles it with stride now, like a champ, like he's done it all his life. And it's funny that you bring up Rock the South because when I went there, I literally like got super emotional because, mm -hmm. you know, when I met this, when I met this kid, cause at the time he was just this crazy nutty kid. Um, you know, he was just, he was all over the place, man. And then I see him up there and he's working the crowd like a professional and he conducts himself like that. And it just, it's amazing. And again, we're going to, we're, we're, we're doing this podcast to discredit the whole thing about Illuminati. It's not as romantic as that. Mm -hmm. Sean, you're here when the when the craziness is going on, or when songs get leaked out that aren't supposed to, and and clowns decide that they're going to upload them on YouTube uh, uh, 24 hours before it goes live. I, I could go down the list of stuff that you guys don't even know goes on, and it's all done from Tennessee there Ghost Ranch, and it's all done from Red Eight Nation headquarters, which is the building that you know we bought out there and. There's, it's, it's nothing, it's not super romantic, it's not shady records, it's not NWA, it's not, uh, you know, Death Row, it's none of those things, man, no, you know? it's just morals, values, and hard work. That's and it. I try and tell everybody, listen, you got to understand something. The internet and social media have, have eliminated the, the necessity for record labels. Now, there's still record labels, obviously, and this and that, but... If you have your own distribution via social media and you've got good content and you've got good music and people like it, they will find it. How many times have you seen, we have Chandler Roberts with us now. Yeah. He had, he went in Walmart and, and just in the frozen food section with his friend playing a guitar and sang and it went viral. Hundreds of thousands of views. Record companies can't get that. And they're trying to figure out, they're scrambling to figure out this whole YouTube social media. How can we, how can we uncork this genie? And it's really not that hard. Have something entertaining, have something good and have something that people actually want to see, listen to or buy. Yeah. And it really comes down to that. So the, the, where you had to have the record labels before to have videos and this and that. After church, you know, came on board with us and, and Jackie and I were talking and stuff, we wound up getting him a small studio and it was, I don't know, little tiny, tiny studio, one bed. You've seen it. Yeah, it was and it was basically a, it was basically a shed that was converted, but it was nice. It was yeah. beautiful. That's where he made a couple of his albums um, with the help of band play, you know, his guy, but with the technology being the way it is with the music uh, programs and with the video cameras and all that. And you don't need a record label. Mm -hmm. You need to have, you need to get out there and grind yourself, but you don't have to sign a deal with the devil. You don't have to sign with anybody. You just have to really work hard. And anybody who looks at church's stuff knows there's no lack of, of content, no, no laziness. either. <laughs> you know, there's no lack of content. And that's one of the things too, is just throwing constant content at, at people and keeping them engaged keeping them on, on track, keeping them 
you know, involved and interested in you. That's another thing. And dropping albums upon albums. And, and they have to be good. You can't yeah. just drop shitty albums. Ask Eminem. <laughs> um, you know, but I, but I wanted to clear that up. There, there is no quote, non-quote. Well, there may be an Illuminati. I don't want to make here. that statement. But we're in, we're in uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I think that the Illuminati would have a much more romantic or spectacular or cinematic place to be. In a deep dark cave or something. Right. Like, then in a shopping then in a shopping corners. center in a store, you know, Reddit Nation retail store. Um, and then our building out there. So that's basically all that it, it's come down to. People want to know what the magic or the secret sausage or what it is. It's nothing more than that. It's God given talent, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But then it's also wanting it more than anybody wants anything. And that's what it winds up coming down to. So we covered how we started. Spare bedroom, next building, next building, and here we are now. Um, I have to say that I'm extremely um, thankful to all the people that have, number one, bought anything from us, that have supported us. Um, we, I always say, I hope we make you proud, and I mean that. I don't want anybody to spend their money with us on anything, whether it be music or whether it be clothing or whether it be hats or whatever, and not come away feeling like they got a good deal. And as far as the Illuminati goes, Jackie's charted. Um, he's getting ready to come out with a new album. Chandler Roberts, Roberts has charted. Church is obviously charted. Um, Justin Adams, when uh, you know he was working with us, did you know extremely well. He's he's now doing some stuff and you know on his own. Um, you know we just really appreciate the people that have worked with us over the years, and that's anybody. And we love bringing people into the fold. Now Kelso's on board. He's getting ready to drop his new album. Um, It's just been a really, really good um, meld and a good team. So to anybody who wants to go ahead and chalk it up to that, you know, Church was on the charts above Eminem and not an old Eminem album, a brand new record-breaking album. Yep. That was amazing, man. Um, you know, he was on the, the all genres at number one, and that's all genres. I'm talking about Taylor Swift. I'm talking about soundtracks from movies. And to be number one, even if it was for 24 hours, you know, and there's a lot of this going around about Eminem and MGK. And, and you know, I, I see these comments like, you know, I can't believe that he's comparing himself to Eminem. He's never once compared himself to those people. None of the people that we work with would do that. They know where those people lay in history of music. Um, but if you, but you can comment, you can have commentary on it. Yeah. I mean, you can weigh in on it. It's in the same industry. But then my only point that I would bring up is he doesn't. He's not. He's not comparing himself. But other people are comparing them. You can't down him for that because I mean that's their opinion, and if they think. You know, there's a similarity. That's on them and not on him. He's real humble, and he he don't think he's Eminem. He don't think he's MGK. He thinks he's Ryan Upchurch, period. He knows who he is. Correct. And then my only question is, and I see a lot of, you know, haters and, and people that maybe aren't where they want to be in their craft or in their industry, and they're all salty and they're all throwing shade. But that's just them projecting their insecurities and their lack of progress onto other people. 
And my only statement or my only comment back to them is, well, he is either one above or one below Eminem. So do you really need to actually compare him? Because kind of just did it itself. Boy, I see it. <laughs> so um, I'm super excited about what we got going on. We got a lot of good stuff going on. I'm super excited about this podcast. This is not going to be the permanent situation that we got going on here. Um, I think we're going to... I, th- I think we're going to move into new studios and then it'll be a lot more on time. It'll be a lot more, uh, have a better schedule yeah. is what it comes down to. And I'm, excited I'm, for myself. I'm super excited about that. Hillbilly's doing a bunch of really incredible, cool stuff with some of the ads that we cook them up. We got snuff buckles coming out. You guys, these are really cool and they're super well-made. I mean, this is how you want something when you get something and you hold it and you're like, this is solid. I could literally kill an intruder with this yeah, <laughs> if my gun jammed. And that's, that's, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for selling something to someone, they get it, and they're like, dude, this is worth way more than what I paid. I'm so happy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we got a bunch of stuff that we're working on now. Illuminati, not confirmed. Uh, not here, at least. We're just a bunch of dumbasses that are kind of faking our way through the whole thing. And somehow we're doing it. Somehow we're making it and somehow we're uh, walking among giants because that's what those guys are. I mean, they are incredible in their field. They, they, they are in the history books. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, da-da-da, this and that. So no one is taking away from that. No one's comparing to that. We're just being happy for the success that our brothers and ourselves are experiencing. And that's all it comes down to. No braggadocious, no over the top. I mean, all rappers flex when they're, when they're obviously yeah, on songs. That's what you do. But at the end of the day, it's all love. And I, I appreciate all the people we've worked with over the years. Moccasin Creek, Georgia Boys, we still ride with them. You all need to check them out. Uh, Derek from Georgia Boys is incredible. And also very, very, very successful and not Illuminati. <laughs> because I text them all the time and it would have came up. I would have seen devil horns or something like yeah. that. You know, I would have seen like we took a picture together. He wouldn't appear in it. There, there's got to be something that you could actually, you know, yeah, get like some kind of confirmation. Guy. Yeah. So uh, this is, we're going to end this podcast. I think this one was pretty good. Uh, we I kind of wanted to tell the story of the transition or the evolution of Red Ignition Records and Red Ignition. Now you guys know we just started out and we just grinded harder than anybody. I said I was going to give up a season of my life. I did that um, and we're still going. And thank you guys for all the love and support. Thank you, Hillbilly, for joining me. Thank you for all the incredible hard work. He has been really, really killing it. Um, you guys can check out his Instagram, Hillbilly's Inc. Um, is it just that or is it underscore hunt hillbillies underscore inc and you guys make sure you check out all of our social media as well facebook redneck nation co uh twitter instagram all that redneck nation and also make sure you check out all the new stuff that we have going up on redneck thank you guys so much we will see you guys on the next podcast and we have another video coming for you as well we just added containers we're we're building a we're building a container city inside of a building. Yeah, that's short. I, that's we're just figuring out a way to make sure that everybody's comfortable when they're packing all your guys' stuff, that everything is going accordingly. And you guys, make sure you check out Supernatural, the new album. Guys, get ready for uh, Bottleneck's new album. It, I've, I've heard it. 
and I am dying for you guys to hear it. Dying for it. Kelso's got a new album coming out. Red Nation Records, you guys. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Love you.